Welcome. I am Valerie Malone, life coach, motivational speaker, and creator of Love Your Life program. This is Real Talk. Today, join me in this special interview with a health coach, Shannon Swanson. She is a health coach, former therapist for over 20 years. She specializes in thyroid and hormone health. Shannon teaches women on how to create a sustainable healthy habits and resilient mindset to harness the confidence to create a healthy lifestyle they always wanted. Thank you so much for being part of the discussion about women health and giving your perspective of how important it is for women to develop a healthy habit in their life, especially when they're so busy and there's so much uh, health information out there that people get so overwhelmed and confused as mm -hmm. to know where to start and, and mm -hmm. what to do in order to stay healthy. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, thank you again for being here. It's good to be here. Um, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? What do you do and how do you help women when it comes to um, implementing healthy habit in their life? Well, uh, a little bit of background on me. Um, I spent most of my career in mental health. Um, I worked in the juvenile justice system for quite some time. That's where I got my start um, when I was still in college and then after. And I just got to a point where I wanted to, I really loved working with kids, my favorite client. And I just got to a point where I wanted to do more. So I decided to go back to school and get my master's in social work. And then I worked at a private nonprofit for about 20 years, was a therapist for many of those years, uh, creating programs, something that we call psychiatric day treatment. And then eventually became um, a supervisor, went into management. And it was during like the last five years that I worked there um, where I started having symptoms of perimenopause. And at that time thought, you know, as most of us do, this is normal. This is just part of, you know, life for women. Um, and it's part of the change. And didn't think too much of it until one day I remember I felt, felt really terrible. Um, was having a lot of symptoms, severe brain fog, couldn't concentrate. Um, just felt, you know, like I couldn't think straight, um, couldn't concentrate on what someone was talking about, really bad memory and a lot of physical symptoms. And so I thought, you know, I really need to go to the doctor and figure out what's going on with me. And at the time I thought it was just my hormones kind of going haywire. Mm -hmm. Went to the doctor. I had to request her to check my thyroid. It was not addressed with me, I had to request it, which is something people really need to pay attention to is oftentimes women have to get those tests requested. And I can speak more about what, what you need to request at a later time. But um, I ended up being diagnosed with hypothyroidism, which I knew nothing about at the time. And based on some information I was gathering, because I'm one of those people where I don't automatically just jump to taking a medication if I have not been educated on really what's going on with me. And that was kind of the disappointment that I had at the time because it wasn't explained to me what it was, what was causing it, what was going on, where did this all start? And so at that time, I knew nothing about the thyroid, nothing about any of what I know now. So I decided to go the natural route. Um, that was my personal decision um, based on the side effects of the medication and also having the knowledge that 
once you do take and make that decision to go on the medications to support your thyroid, I don't know when, what at one point this happens, but I do know that once you take it for a certain amount of time, your body becomes used to that. And then because of that reliance, your body will, will need to be on that for the rest of your life. So I decided I'm just going to start with natural means, see how it goes, and then go from there. Well, much to my surprise, I changed my diet and decided and went the supplement route and felt better than I had in probably 20 years. And it changed my life. And wow. so because of that, um, that it was literally life changing. And I went from feeling like I was in a coma to literally being alive and awake again. It's like someone turned me on. <laughs> like I was asleep and then everything turned on in my brain. Um, I was so passionate about it. I would talk to anyone who would listen and a lot of people at work. Um, we talked a lot about nutrition and a lot about you know natural healing. And I was so inspired and passionate about it. I'd always thought, God, it would be great to help other women and be paid for to make a career out of it. And I had no idea at the time that there was even anything called a health coach, knew nothing about any of this. Right. And happened to be on a website looking something up, I don't remember, but I saw this little advertisement to become a health coach. I believe it was for uh, the Institute of Integrative Nutrition and looked into it and went from there and decided to enroll and went to school for a year and got certified as a health coach and then also re-enrolled for six months and got an additional certification in hormone health. Wow, that's amazing. I'm so glad you did. And speaking of which, now you said the thyroid, most women should um, check their thyroid more often. Now, as I know, uh, in my knowledge, when you go do your physical once a year, that is when your doctor check everything, including your thyroid. So from... In your opinion, is it should we uh, uh, check like more than once a year, or unless we see like some type of a symptoms that we don't feel good, we can go to the doctor and say check my thyroid. Mm -hmm. I would say you know one thing that happens with the thyroid, and especially for women in their forties and fifties. Okay, that's around the time that we start going through perimenopause and menopause, right? And so women really need to go to their doctor and get checked get a checkup and have these labs ran in order to find out if it's the thyroid or hormone imbalance because uh, the thyroid can mimic symptoms of perimenopause. So it's really important that you go and talk to a doctor and distinguish what's really happening with your body. And what I think that the other piece of that that's really important is when you go to have your thyroid checked, you want to request um, the doctor to go a little deeper than just the tests that they typically run. Right. So you're looking at wanting to have them test your TSH level, which is the thyroid stimulating hormone. And that's the hormone that comes from your pituitary gland, which tells your thyroid to produce the hormones, mm -hmm. your free T3, your free T4, your reverse T3, your total T4, total T3, your free thyroid, thyroxine index and your T3 uptake. Wow. And so you want to ask for all of those to be tested. And in addition to that, if you are suspicious that there might be an autoimmunity, you also want to request that the doctor test for um, antibodies that are particular to maybe attacking the thyroid, which I did. And it wasn't until years later 
Um, and the reason is, is because typically, you know, I, I don't have an exact percentage, but it's pretty high and it's really, really common in women um, that if you do have either hypothyroid or hyperthyroid, that it's attached to an autoimmune disorder disease. Wow. So typically with women who are diagnosed with hypothyroid, you typically can have Hashimoto's autoimmune disease. And with hyperthyroid, you're looking at Graves disease, which really is incredibly serious. Um, I know of a woman that my husband worked with who had Graves disease, and I'm not sure of the specifics, but she wasn't attending to it as she should, and she almost died. Oh so it, yeah, so it's incredibly serious, particularly with people diagnosed with hyperthyroid, that you really take good care of yourself and follow your doctor's recommendations and eat really well and, and take good care of your health because that one's really, really serious. Wow, that's so helpful because all these tests that you named, a lot of women are not aware of it. We just go to the doctor, they just test us and they just tell us like, okay, I'm going to test your uh, thyroid. But we don't have a knowledge of what, I, I mean, I personally don't know, what are you testing me for? I heard yeah. of thyroid and that's it. But this is so helpful that uh, we can go and mention this. And if they're not doing it, they can go further and actually test you for that. Right. Because otherwise you're just going to be like, okay, the doctor tested it and everything is okay. And that's how people get, you know, the information gets misunderstood because we don't, you know, a lot of right. people don't have knowledge about that. Exactly. And one of the biggest pieces when you're testing and looking at the labs for the thyroid is that what typically happens is that when it comes to the TCH and getting that tested, the thyroid stimulating hormone, is that it can be, have, it can be at different levels at different times of the day. Mm -hmm. So if someone is monitoring their levels of TCH, they really want to test it two to three times a day because they're going to get a different answer. Yeah. And also in terms of Western medicine, the, the um, range that is allowed, which women can fall into the category of normal is fairly wide. And so it can be very misleading in terms of what's really happening. So, wow. yeah. That's important. Yeah. So when it yeah. comes to, now, is there a difference between, uh, I know that the thyroid, you can check, but when you had pre-menopause, is there some type of signs that you can pay attention to, to know that that is your pre-menopause, you're heading the pre-menopause? Because I tell you why I'm asking you this, because a lot of women, um, their, their doctors are telling them like an age of 30, 35, you're heading pre-menopause and that can last three, four years. Mm -hmm. Like hot flashes, when they get hot flashes, they have a spotting, like um, uh, they don't get their period, they get the spotting, mm -hmm. and then they don't have the period for six months or so, sometimes even for not for a year. And they think that, it's, that they're going to the menopause. But I heard some people said that it could ca cause get by stress. You know, mm -hmm. stress can actually cause that, make you not get your period. But my question to you is that what are some signs that we have to look for to know that for sure we're hitting the menopause based on your age? Like what age is a, a correct age to say, okay, maybe, maybe I'm going to uh, have my premenopause? Well, you know, that's hard to answer because it's different for everyone. Everyone, right. And, you know... I don't know. I mean, I've heard this before and it's the same with childbirth that you can also look at the age of your mother. 
Okay. So what, what, you know, what, so you've also, some people have heard that when you're getting ready to deliver and, and give birth, that your labor will sometimes be fairly similar to what your mother's labor was when she gave birth to you. And it's the same with menopause. So yeah. you can really take a look at first uh, your mother and ask her what age she started perimenopause and menopause. And it can be fairly similar. Mm -hmm. um, it also depends upon, and I've also heard it depends upon what culture you're living in, where, what country you're living in. Um, I have heard that other cultures where the pace of life is slower and there's less stress that women tend to go into menopause a lot later in life, later in their fifties and sixties. Um, so here in the United States where, um, we're living a really fast paced life, <laughs> not right now, um, which could be a gift, right. but, um, we're, we're, we're so stressed out. And I think to the point where we are so used to living this kind of lifestyle that we really don't know just how stressed out we are we become very accustomed to it. So stress can play a big role. So there's not really a definitive answer in terms of the age, but I would say that, you know, if you're experiencing some symptoms that I'll note, you definitely want to go to your doctor and just have them test you, test your thyroid and see what's going on. Um, I did work with a woman who, and I've heard of some women going into menopause as early as their early thirties. Um, yeah, I heard of that. Yeah. And so it really depends. So some of the symptoms people want to pay attention to that I know I had um, was weight gain, but that can also be attributed to the thyroid. So women with hypothyroid typically have a hard time losing weight. Um, and that is because the thyroid, and this is just a side note, why the thyroid is so important and really making sure and ruling that out, if that's the issue, is because the thyroid literally its role in your body is that it controls so many parts of your body. And there's literally a receptor cell in every single organ of your body for thyroid hormones. Wow. So, you know, knowing that that's true, you can see the effect the thyroid can have on the body. So you're looking at um, hot flashes are usually a first sign, mm -hmm. night sweats, um, heart palpitations, dry or itchy skin, thinning skin, uh, breast tenderness, back pain, uh, urinary urgency, um, vaginal dryness, painful intercourse, uh, your, your libido hits the skids and you have a really low sex drive. Um, I had vertigo, so dizziness or vertigo is also a symptom. Um, poor memory, difficulty concentrating and anxiety and depression. So any of those, um, I remember as a side note, when I was going through it, looking up on the internet and Googling it, um, you know, symptoms of uh, perimenopause and there was like 35 symptoms. And I went down the checklist. I'm like, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so there are, there are there are quite a few, but the most important thing is that especially if you're younger and you're in your 30s and you're having any of those symptoms, you really want to go to your doctor and get checked out and try to rule out what's going on. And last thought on that that I also really press upon people is that if you go to your doctor and they're really not listening to you and they're they're not 
following your requests and you're asking for these tests and they're not doing what you're asking, um, then go get a second opinion. Right. And so, you know, because what happens often with women and a complaint I hear often is that they're not listened to, that some of our symptoms, because they, they're not able to be seen, that they can all be in our head. So if you have a doctor that's not having a dialogue with you, a conversation with you, asking you questions, asking you about your nutrition, asking about your stress level, your lifestyle, um, and is not performing some of these labs you've requested, then I would move on and see another doctor and keep going until you get an answer. I got to tell you, uh, just by talking to you, I learned so much and I can tell you how much, how many women out there that have no idea, like you said, the 30 list of that just for you, but I can imagine just the depression alone. And like you said, the, all, all the other, that's depressing. Like if you don't have a knowledge or if you don't have any idea how this can affect your whole livelihood. Yeah, absolutely. Not yes. just yours, but the people around you, your spouse, your partner, your kids, everything. That's a huge thing. And, and oh my God, that's, that's a great information you're sharing with us. But since you are a health coach, what is some of the best way a woman can um, kind of implement a healthy lifestyle? Like a simple way, just to not too complicated, but just to implement something that we could get up in the morning and do some healthy stuff and then feel good about ourselves. Say, oh, my day was good. I didn't do anything that I was not supposed to do. Cause for me, I'm like, I drink too much coffee and I like my donut. So how can we implement some small habits to be healthy and, you know, feel good about ourselves? Well, the, this is my favorite thing to talk about, honestly. Yeah. Um, I could talk about habits all day long and how to do this because I feel like at the end of the day, regardless of what health change we're trying to make, mm -hmm. this is where most people get stuck and they don't know where to start. And that's mm -hmm. the most common question that I get as a health coach. So what I would say is, is that what you don't want to do is overwhelm yourself. Okay. So what I really implore people not to do is to not read some new diet and then say, okay, I'm doing that. And then go to the grocery store, buy a ton of stuff, and then just start going because you know a side, a side note a story about myself which really um illustrates this is like years and years ago when i was changing my health i decided to go on a cleanse which didn't last very long but during that week i was eating nothing but raw foods a lot of fruits and vegetables and a little bit of protein and i felt better than i had in decades so I thought to myself, well, maybe there's something to this for me and maybe I will look into becoming vegan. Go to the grocery store, buy $200 worth of groceries <laughs> and didn't know what to do with it, didn't know how to prepare the food, didn't know how to cook any of it. Um, and it, it, I, you know, it was a complete failure on my part because I didn't know what to do. And so what can happen with people is that they find something that they want to do and they go all in, which I think is great. I think, you know, that attitude is fantastic, but you really want, you really want it to be realistic and you want to build something that is sustainable. And so the way that I look at it, it's like building a house. 
you can't, you know, if I want to build a house, I don't just in one day go put up the walls, put the furniture in and I'm, and I'm good to go. I have to build the solid foundation first. Um, so what I really encourage people to do is that you just start slow and, you know, an exercise that I do, and I can, I can uh, send you the link or have your listeners go to my website and they can download. This is a free guide that I just created. Oh, fantastic. And typically what you want to do is just sit down and for three days, observe what are my habits? What do I do every day from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed, from brushing your teeth to, you know, walking around the block to what you have for lunch, everything that you can think of. And then when those three days are over, go through your list of everything that you've done and highlight those things that are the good habits, the healthy habits that will get you to the goal that you're wanting to achieve. So start with your goal, identify those habits that will get you there. And then I would pick one or two and just commit to doing those once a day, every single day. And the typical time for a habit to develop is about six weeks. Wow. So I really encourage people to start slow, pick one and do it every day. And then slowly over time, add more in. Um, another thing I really encourage people to do is let's say, for example, you're wanting to, you know, start, running or start walking to get some exercise in. Uh, start slow. And if you want to start running, you would like walk maybe a, a quarter of a mile, run a quarter of a mile, walk a quarter of a mile. And so over time, what can happen is you can start small. And then when you notice that you've accomplished it, typically what we do as humans is we're like, well, maybe I can do a little more. Well, maybe I can do a little more. And then over time, you're doing more than you ever thought that you could. So start small, one thing at a time. So if it's you want to start eating more vegetables, pick one vegetable, something that you like to eat, and implement it into your diet. And just kind of, the, I think the best way to think of it in terms of your mindset is, what ways can I cook with this vegetable? Get to know the vegetable. What's the way that I like to have to eat it, to prepare it? And just start including it in, in a regular way and then add another one and then add another one. And so part of the philosophy that I like to um, kind of live by is one that we learned at the Institute of Integrative Nutrition where I got my health coaching certification is instead of adding a ton of stuff in and becoming overwhelmed or eliminating all of the bad stuff, quote unquote, we want to do something called crowding out. Mm -hmm. And it's a much more successful way um, and sustainable way for people to change their diet. So what that means is, is that um, an example could be if I like pizza and I'm having pizza for dinner, rather than just having the pizza, have a salad before you eat the pizza. Right. And so over time, what ends up happening is the more that you do this, you start to crowd out the foods that are not as good for you. 
I so agree with you when it comes to that. We, as you know, as a woman, especially as we get older, when we see something new in the market, we get so excited and we are like, oh my God, like, you know, this is, and especially now some of the, uh, some of the diets or some of the health, health habits are uh, misleading and people saying that, oh, in two weeks, you're going to lose like 10 pounds and you get mm -hmm. excited and you're like, oh my God. And you go so fast at first, even two weeks. And I know for my, I speak for myself. Sometimes when I see something new and I'm like, I'm so excited. Like I'm just like, start a diet, drink a lot of water, go on a treadmill, run, and then you crash. Yes. And just that this, this cycle keeps going and you get disappointed. And then psychologically, you yes. blame yourself and you think that you are not good enough, that you can't do this. Why everybody else is doing it and I can't do it. And that's how the, the whole um, self-doubt comes in. And that's where I specialize on telling people that when you do too much, that's when yes. you, uh, you, you can't do it and you feel like a failure. And how many Absolutely. times do you feel like a failure that before you say, you know what? I'm not going to do this anymore because I can't do it. And that can be in every aspect of uh, human life, especially as a woman, since we are so busy, we're doing so many things in one time. And, but the health is very important. And I'm glad you mentioned this because like you said, start slow. That is the key. Start slow, get one. Right. Thing. Right. And because what you have to allow time for is the feedback. Right. And so you need the feedback from what you're implementing which inspires you to do more. So, you know, an example of that is your taste buds. Um, our taste buds become very conditioned to what we're eating. Mm -hmm. And so if you're a person who tends to eat a lot of sugar and you like a lot of sweets, um, there's also the fact that it's incredibly addicting. But if you develop a taste for junky processed foods, eating broccoli is not going to taste very good. Right. And so you have to go slow and over time, and I, when I, I've worked with clients and women where they've followed my process and then they're coming to me um, later on and we're us working together and saying, oh my gosh, I'm finding that I'm actually craving salad. Um, it's because it takes a while for the process to happen where your body then starts to crave the healthy foods. Um, and I did this experiment on my daughter from the time she was little. And I thought, you know, I'm going to do this experiment and feed her healthy foods and see what happens with her palate. And to this day, she has always craved healthy foods and she doesn't like junk. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. And when she eats it, she doesn't like it. <laughs> right, right, right. No, I totally believe that. I totally believe that. Well, um, this was some amazing information you give us, but, um, what would be one advice that you would give to a woman, like as an, as a health a coach? I have to, to leave with that. How, what one advice that you would give um, us? Something I'm very passionate about, and that is to, oh man, I'm trying to figure out where I want to start with this. I will just say this, that I think that we're so conditioned in the world we live in right now to fight with our own bodies. Um, to hate our bodies, fight with our bodies, like we're constantly at, at war with, I need to lose weight, I need to look a certain way, I have to do this, and, and it isn't working, and, I, and then what that turns into is when you're not, when your body isn't fulfilling the expectations of what you envision, you then have a very negative outlook of your own body, and so that's part of what I want to help women change, is that 
don't be at war with your body and don't force it that take things slow um and three of the biggest things i can tell people to start with in terms of health in addition i mean aside from the nutrition would be get your sleep sleep isn't the absolute number one thing on the list you need to find a way to get sleep that means nothing at least one hour before bed no phones no television no screen time no nothing number two um find ways to reduce your stress stress is incredibly huge when it comes to the havoc that can happen on our bodies um, in terms of hormone imbalances and disease. Um, can't say enough about that. And number three, make sure you're drinking a lot of water and being and getting hydrated because dehydration is incredibly um, common and people don't really even know that. Um, and there's a lot of symptoms that go with dehydration that can mimic other things. So, um, and just, stand and look at yourself in the mirror and accept where you're at and what you look like now and have gratitude for it. And I don't mean to be cliche, but it really is true that you have to appreciate where you are now and be okay with where you are now in order to move forward. I love that. I love that. That is great. I, I really do believe in that too. What you just said, we have to accept ourselves the way we look. We have to be peace within our health. Like you yeah. said, the battle of just keep going and going always how we have to look, how we have to feel. I think once we just relax, it's like everything is okay. Like calm down, everything is okay. That would be, um, I love that. Well, this was a, such an amazing information you gave us over here. I could tell you this right now. A lot of doctors would not give you this information. They will not. They just to follow the protocol and they just go and give you what they know. And then people go. Um, the other thing that I want to add on to this, um, mm -hmm. since you are a health coach and how important it is for people to have a health coach, including myself, is that a lot of people, when they find out a problem with their health, what they do is they go to the doctor, then they come in and they sit in front of the computer and they Google everything and they go YouTube everything, which is such a time consuming thing to do. And mm -hmm. I believe in that it's about your health. I think it's so worth it to invest some money and hire a health coach that they can tailor a program based on your need of what you need yes. to make life so much easier. And that's why I had you here today. So I'm encouraging everybody to consider this because it is important. It's about your health and that's all we have. Yes. And, and that's, that's why it's important for people to have a health coach. For me, fitness coach is good, but health coach is very, very important because there's so much trick to that. And if you don't know, you can be like going and wasting so much time and more importantly, so much money. So much yes. money trying to get healthy and unfortunately, we just running in the circle. So I thank you so much for that. Where can they find you? I'm going to link your uh, social media here, but for the audience that's listening to you now, what social media do you want them to go to follow you? Um, my Instagram, which is Shannon E. Swanson. Okay. And that's also my website. It's shannoneswanson.com. And there um, you can find two free guides, uh, very much similar to what I've discussed today. I have one on um, that I just created, which is how to get started in building those habits. And I have another one about um, helping support the strength of your thyroid and some very simple things that you can do to start that. Great, great, good, good. I'm going to put all of your information underneath of this uh, audio so our audience can go ahead and check it out. I thank you so much for coming over here and giving us a, so much uh, valuable information. 
Well, thank you so much. I'm so glad to be here and thank you for having me. Oh, definitely. We will have you here again because we want to learn more from you and I'm going to tell the audience where to find you because I'm sure you're going to get tons of questions about all the stuff that we discussed today. Yep. Bring, bring, it, bring it on. Come see me. Come look me up. Check me out. And I would love to hear from you. Thank you so much. Thank you.